trigger warning, the films we are discussing on this episode contains material some may find triggering, dealing with subjects such as torture, gore, dead animals, sexual abuse and rape. If this disturbs you, please skip this episode. Thank you. The film podcast you are about to listen to contains heavy spoilers. So if you have not seen any of the films we are discussing in this episode, please pause now and go watch before continuing. You have been warned. Where are you going? Just leaving. But where? I have to return some videotapes. Get out! Get out! You can't be in Welcome to another episode of I Have to Return Some Videotapes. I am Armand. And I'm Susan. I don't know why I was talking like that, but... Uh, I don't know, because it's fun. Um, we are gathered here today. We're pre-gaming on Halloween, because we're talking about two horror movies, and it's not even... Well, by the time this comes out, it'll be September, so... Already dive, diving into horror. And have Halloween all year. Yeah, as as the great ministry song, uh, every day ho- is Halloween. Um, every day is Halloween. Go, live your life by that motto. That's what the goths live their life by. Speaking of goths or goth related, um, we we saw two movies that I guess you could say are kind of goth related that. You recommended they're, Susan. They're both they're both goth movies. I would say the second one's like kind of like two thousands goth new metal. Well, the kid. first one's like twenty twelve goth. So it's not even goth, but yeah, it's what it's kind of industrial. I wouldn't That's even say that. That's kind of goth. It is. No, it is. Add some horrible music. Um. Anyways, that it was film funny. Is called American Mary. Two Canadian horror films are talking about. Why did you pick these out? Well, 
I've heard people talk about them and saying that they're feminist horror films. Um, Well, would you agree now after seeing them? I feel like American Mary is more feminist than Ginger Snaps is. Mm. But Ginger Snaps has a more well thought out plot. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I guess. How would you describe the events of American Mary? We follow. Uh... She's she's a college student. She's in med school. Um, she's talking to her her nana. Her babushka nana. Her Budapest. She calls nana. her nana. Her Nana from Budapest. She's from Budapest, and, you know, she calls her Nana a lot, and she's having some financial issues, but she's brushing it off. You know, like every everyone out there now. Pretty <laughs> much. Any, any American college student. It used student. to just be, like, you know, just college students. Now it's um most people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. struggling. It's pretty much, and um, she goes to a lecture, and her phone goes off, and her professor freaks out like, on put her. Put that fucking phone Turn away. Turn your fucking phone off. It's fucking rude. You're the brightest student here. I expect more out of you. Stop fucking up. And, you know, he's like, he talks to her after class, and she's like, hey, I'm really embarrassed about my phone. Go, that needs to not happen again. You fuck up too much. Yeah. Yeah, and he's the man he assert his dominance over a woman. Yeah, and I'm just like, does he have a weird crush on her or something? I was right, he did. Um, <laughs> if you want to call that a crush, okay. Yeah, that's why I'm calling it a weird crush. Like, it's not really normal. <laughs> not not like normal with, with, or with, ethical. Yeah, it's like, um, she goes to strip yeah. club because she needs to make money. Because she needs to make money, and then... The dude wants her to come down to the basement with him, and there's this beat up guy, and she's like, "Well, you forget that she put she gave her a resume, which is usually yeah, what you don't do at a strip club. At a strip club, yeah, like like, like oh. where she goes to school, her address, all that, and mm. but anyway, like they make her do surgery on this guy. Well, we don't know what what she did. whatever the hell it was, and then she comes home, she's crying. We don't really know what happened. And then this weird lady shows up. She kind of reminds me of... What was the lady's name in um, Fire Walk With Me? Who wore the dress and did the weird dance. Like, oh, um, Gordon Cole's cousin, Lil. She kind of reminded me of Lil, except she talked. I know her thing was that she was kind of like... Trying to look and sound like Betty Boop, but she kind of reminded me more of Lil from Fire Walk with me. But she went out of her way to get a hold of Mary Mason, calling her Dr. Mason, even though she's not a doctor yet, because she wanted her to do an unconventional plastic surgery Body on her modification. friend. Yeah. And they said that they'd pay her. 10 grand she'd pay her two grand just to show up and yeah you 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 take this part um well you want to get into what the surgery is for the woman so the woman wanted to make her body 
more like a doll. She essentially said that she wanted to take her sex appeal away Uh by, like, I know she, uh, sorry, this is so gross. She removed her, her nipples and she said to, with her genitals, to, quote, sew it up the best she could. And I don't know what exactly that entails. They don't really show it. But both the lady and, um oh, the weird um, Betty Boop lady's name is Beatrice, but it's spelled like B-E-A-T-R-E-S-S. Like Beatrice. Anyway, they were both very grateful. Um, they even gave her a gift she showed up to mary's med school and gave her a gift and we see her professor behind her watching and then later that day she hears from another professor that she's invited to weird yelly don't don't fuck up professor's house for drinks and uh damn it's what it's it's what you think all rich people's parties are like i don't think all their parties are like that but basically what they're doing is that they're drugging and raping raping and filming young women and sharing the videos with each other and they're so stupid to film like you're gonna get caught you fuckers yeah, but the point is is that they want to relive it over yeah. and over again and you know a lot of movies don't handle this very delicately but you know compared to shows like game of thrones and other stuff at least it's not super prolonged it they don't try to make it look sexy it's genuinely a scary scene um it was really disturbing yeah, it's very violent it is very he's violent choking her while well it's yeah you know so she wakes up the next day in his bed she sneaks out um goes home And then she goes to the strip club, you know, after taking a shower and having some time alone to herself, goes to the strip club and gets um, Billy, the uh, strip club owner. And what was the other guy? Lance? Lance is like their their muscle man. Security, yeah, muscle man. And they get the professor and bring him to her house. And she decides to perform a bunch of unconventional body mods on him without anesthesia. But um, we don't get to see all of it. Yeah. And I kind of wish that we saw more. Yeah, no. That's the... We only get to see a little bit. So yeah, yeah, that's the downside of this movie. Is like on paper, it's good. I like it. I like the concept. And I like what it's going for. But I feel like... It doesn't really, in terms of execution, is all that satisfying. It makes me think that maybe it's because the budget was too low for them to do it some is a pretty low realistic um, 
drawn out um, torture scenes. Yeah. Because either it would look too fake or it just wouldn't look right. Oh, just give something. Like I really, I really wanted more. I really but, thought it was going to go yeah. in the route of a uh, audition where mm-hmm. like we see like a slow torture scene. And like it and doesn't I even have to did. be that extreme. It could just like just be something as like, "Oh yeah, I'm going to split your tongue" or something like that. Well, she 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 did split his tongue. Yeah. yeah. But we don't get to see it. No. I mean, we do see him hanging off She all, cuts off his on arms and legs off and suspends him on meat hooks. Yeah. And gives him like a bridge piercing and other things. Sews his mouth. Sews his mouth shut. There's a detective being like, hey, um, the British detective. One of your professors has gone missing and we we're trying to find him. Uh, we know he was involved guy. with you. He didn't say all that stuff then, but, but he's, he's like, hey. Eventually, he's like, we know he was a we little know. rapist. He was a pig. monster. That's what he said. Because he was a monster. Yeah. But, um, anyway. Well, similar to Ginger Snaps, she also kind of starts, she snaps. Because, Mm -hmm. like, she just starts kind of just taking, like, violence out on unsuspecting people, including women. Which made no sense to me for the story. There was this part where, okay, Billy, the strip club, club owner who we think he had some romantic feelings for Mary... He also had this whole fantasy where she was um, stripping and poured this cup of fake blood on herself. And that was interesting. But she bursts into his office and there's this woman giving him head. You can't see anything. You just see her head going up and down. And I don't even remember why she came there. What was she? Oh, it's because she found out that he... um, may have hurt or killed the other professor who was involved and he found the tape of her mm-hmm. really weird um the whole s- okay the reason why i'm telling this so sporadically is because the movie itself is really sporadic there's a lot of really sharp cuts and sudden changes there are even some parts where, like, the <laughs> film looks like it's running too fast. Like, people are moving really unnaturally quickly. Um, <laughs> There's that one scene but where... But then like- later she beats up the lady and threatens her and does a bunch of stuff because she was sucking Billy's dick. And it's like, girl, he's not even your boyfriend. And you're hurting this lady who didn't even do anything wrong. He probably made her do it. Like, come on, dude. Like... It was really petty and mean, and it put a bad taste in my mouth, but... Well, I mean... It also, she's also off the deep end. It just end, made no so, sense in yeah. terms of the movie. I'm like, just like, what, what was that about? What was the point of all that? And people yeah. praise this as a feminist movie. It's not very feminist. That part was not very <laughs> feminist. Like, saying she had the wrong dick in her mouth, and I'm just like, how is she supposed to know anything about you? Why do you, do you want like, that what? guy's dick in your mouth? Why uh, are you so apparently, upset? Apparently, then why don't you do something about it, stupid? Anyway. No, uh, but yeah, there's some jarring cuts. Like that one scene where she like finds out that her grandma's dead. 
and she like cries and then immediately cuts the strip club like yeah. playing the stupid like rock she's music. sad about nana dying for about two seconds and then it just cuts to the strip club with the dumb rock music which again we gotta point out the soundtrack is fucking stupid as hell in this movie there's this scene where she's looking at the uh, website full of body mods and it's playing the song called puke rock Puke like, rock. Puke rock. And it's just like, what is puke rock? And then there's like, that one song. It's like, I hate myself. I, I love, love myself. myself. I like, hate myself. I love myself. And it's just and like, just this like is, what is this? This is a uh, very, very hipster. The, the music was comical. Yeah. It was. Really comical music. Um, I don't know. It's. Those white strip clubs, man, don't go into them. If you go into a white strip club and they're playing like Rob Zombie or Marilyn Manson, get out. Yeah. It's not going to be a pleasant sight. Yeah. Uh, unless it is, then I'm not so sure about it. Well, yeah, you. wasn't the club called like The Filth it or something? It was called like The that? Filth. There was also the scene where there are these um, German goth twins That's kind that of uh, came in. Yeah, they were kind of incesty and. They walk up to the stripper that's on stage and bite her tongue off. That was really weird. Yeah. And then they just walk away while she's screaming and nobody's doing anything. Yeah. Nobody does anything. Yeah. Um, and yeah. they wanted their arms switched. They wanted to switch left arms. Yeah. Yeah. No one does anything is kind of what sums up the events of this movie. Yeah, nobody does anything. She just kind of runs amok. Doing the, um, opens her own, like, body mod shop, and then, like, mm-hmm. and then in the meantime, running this, this body mod shop, and then just torturing some, some deserved people, but most, uh, s- some of them not. <laughs> so, it's mostly that professor guy. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Things happen, and then the movie just kind of ends, and you're just kind of left like, well, it could have been great, but it was kind of trashy. And it had a lot of potential. Yeah. I, I think it really did. Um, I was hoping it would have been more like Audition or Crimes of the Future. And honestly, Crimes of the Future left a lot to be desired. For but me. it had a lot of cool concepts. But it was really cool. It like, was it was fun to watch. It was really um, intriguing. Like, even if it, it didn't... It was really horny. Yeah. And I was really like, attracted to the whole cast. Like a lot of, yeah. Like most of Cronenberg films, even though I've only seen three, <laughs> but yeah, they've all been. It's like st- sexual surgery. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, the lady who she gave the plastic surgery to, her husband ended up um, killing. I'm talking about Beatrice. the doll, the doll yeah. lady. Yeah, Beatrice and um, Mary, too. He was like, you took her vagina and boobies away from me. <laughs> but it's what she wanted. But anyway, um, somehow the police arrived to her house. I don't know who called the police because um, Well, I'm Mary surprised no one called the police in yeah. the first place after all the shit she's doing. Yeah, because you think somebody would have noticed that something really weird is going on at her place. With their barn doors. With her fucking barn doors that are so easy to break into. Of course she got broken into. But yeah, the lady's husband broke into her apartment and stabbed her. He's like, oh, you took my wife's nipples and vagina away. I'm going to kill you. It's not nice. Yeah. He said, you didn't ask for my consent. (laughs) That's my property. Anyway. Yeah. 
Um, that's American Mary, and uh, yeah, it, it had potential, but it it ultimately just kind of didn't. It fell flat. It fell flat. I don't know what to rate it. It's between a five or a six out of ten for me. <sighs> I'd give it a five. I really wanted to like it more. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think a five is good for it. Well, you know what I liked more was the other film that we watched, which is Ginger Snaps. Ginger Snaps. Which came out in the beloved year of our Lord, 2000. 2002. The, no, just 2000. Oh, 2000. Or 2001. Anyway, at anyway. the turn of the millennium. With uh, all the the new metal tropes and stuff, mm-hmm. um, this is definitely geared towards teens, angsty, edgy teens of the time. Um, even though it's written teen by girls adults. who are not like other girls, this yeah. is a very not like other girls film. Yeah, but I feel like there is some change, like with with there uh, is there, there's definitely character with development. Bridget's here. character, she kind of Bridget like, grows up. She, she kind of grows up and is like, yeah, I don't mm-hmm. want to just be like you, Ginger. Um, Even though she did spend a lot of her time. Yeah, well, they're sisters. They're sisters. They're sisters. Well, it starts out with the sisters, um, you know, while Bridget's walking out of her house with all these weird chemicals. I don't know what's going on with that. I guess it was fake blood. Oh, yeah, they do fake. Yeah. Uh, but in the intro they, they they come out and it's after this lady finds her dead dog all chewed up and stuff mm-hmm. and she runs out she's like, it got my dog it got buster and their kids playing street mm-hmm. hockey and mm-hmm. they kind of just look and then they go back to playing yeah they just like they're like fuck you lady yeah, fuck that dog and then um uh what was her name her, was was a her name beatrice too no, are you talking Bridget? It's Bridget. Bridget and Ginger. Bridget. There are too many B names. Anyway, Bridget comes to their room, and at first I thought it was like their apartment, like they didn't live at the house she was walking out of. I don't know why. She just maybe it's because she seemed so out of place, but I thought it was because she like worked there or something. Or why would this child be working? Children have jobs sometimes, Armand. But anyway, oh, don't I like, know it? Buster bit the dust or something like that. Or like Buster is fertilizer. Yeah, she she has said Buster's fertilizer. And there's a lot of quotables in this film, right? And Risks apparently, there's this uh, creature eating people's dogs. It's the dog, consu- the dog beast. It's the dog man. It's the wolfman. The wolfman. Yeah. But um, Bridget and Ginger are, you know, by what the description says, obsessed with death. And they have this pact that they... Out by 16, dead on the scene, yeah, together forever. Like, they want to commit suicide together. Kill themselves together. Mm-hmm. But um, they don't really read to me as suicidal. Like, they don't seem depressed or disenchanted with life. They 
But Ginger well, says something like, this is the ultimate fuck you to society. Yeah, well, they're outcasts. They're edgy outcasts in the suburbs where, you know. Yeah, but why would, anyway? I didn't Look, really get it. Look, I feel like it. it's, it's, it's probably just a, it's a definitely of that era movie where it's like, yeah, to just kind of maybe be there. <laughs> To be I guess a I did have to you be there. You had to be there. a teen in the year 2000. I was a little girl yeah, in I was 2000. Two, I was two years old. I was five years old. Um, But I don't know. I thought that was really weird. But they like to um, fantasize the deaths of mean popular girls. Like they were playing... Excuse me. They were playing field hockey at... Gym class. <laughs> That's gym all they class. play. In gym. They pretty much only play field it's Canada. hockey. It's Canada. I guess that's all they do. It's all they do in Canada. Is, I don't think we have any Canadian listeners, but if we do, do y'all play field hockey that much? Like, are are y'all as into hockey as I mean, as this movie makes it out to be? Look, like that's just are part we of life. Them to play like football or basketball. I don't know, or like baseball. soccer or something. Soccer is like, a normal sport. To oh yeah, play that is school. an international sport. It is, yeah. and I and I played it in gym class. Mm. Yeah. I'd always get really dirty. But anyway, um, they were talking about this a uh, girl they didn't like. They're like, mm, she died from laxatives and diet pills, like. Lots of internalized misogyny, like calling her a slut and oh yeah, that's shit the, like the that. common insult in this. That's movie. the common insult Any in this movie, like slut bitch. Yeah, kind of hypocritical if I you mean, ask me. But um, there is that scene where Ginger points out, like, mm-hmm. look in this world, in this society, women are you're a slut, you're a bitch, you're a or 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 the virgin next door. Yeah, and in a lot of ways, that's kind of true. And again, this this film was written by a woman. So. Yeah. There was also this part when, well, it was right before Ginger was talking about how she had sex with this guy and it was really bad. She's like, it wasn't what I expected it to be. It's like, you're going and then he finishes and you're like, oh, that's it. Yeah. And that was really relatable. And then, yeah, she says like to yeah. guys, it's getting laid and then for for girls, girls you're the lay yeah you're just you're just a meat bag and that's how it feels a lot of the time it's like they're masturbating with your body mm-hmm. it feels really feels disrespectful but yeah so uh yeah. i guess yeah and to, to kind of sum up the, the the events of this movie is like yeah there's a beast eating the dogs and then they want to play a prank on that one girl who keeps calling them a slut and a bitch and pretend. Well, they were calling her a slut and a bitch. I don't know. At like first. you hear that At word. First, so often. They just kind of throw it around. Like the it's words no thrown big around deal. so often. I forget who says, mm-hmm. says it. So, but anyway, they want to like kind of do a prank and pl- convince her that her dog is dead or whatever. And so they just find a dead dog in the park. And then, and then Ginger suddenly, gets attacked by it. No, blood is trickling down Ginger's leg because she just had her period oh, yeah, they're late that rumors. night. They're She's like 16 and she just had her yeah. period. Yeah. Like, what? You're 16 years old and you just... Look, it might be a I thing. was a it's really early a bloomer. I had my first period when I was nine years old. 
I know that's not unheard of, but that's really early. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah that is. Uh, uh, I was nine. Is one of the themes of the movie is mm-hmm. about like girls going through puberty and dealing and just with it. changing, dealing growing with up, coming and, of age sexually. And, and yeah, I mean, puberty yeah. is kind of like a horror because your body is changing and you don't know what's but going on. But especially when you're like. Especially when you have it before everyone else does. Yeah. It really makes you feel like a freak. Mm-hmm. Like, I felt I felt like a mutant. Yeah. I felt gross. Yeah. Yeah. Not to get more off subject, but... But anyway... One of my... The dog thing comes and attacks her because it smells her period blood. But anyway, you finish. Well, I was going to say more on the, on the puberty thing and get more off subject. Oh. Uh, is one of my favorite uh, artists, One Oh Tricks Point Never, has an album called Garden of Delete. And it's pretty much inspired by puberty. <laughs> and a lot of the songs on there are about, like, yeah, dealing with puberty. And there's, like, one song called I Bite Through It, which is kind of looking at puberty as, like, a horror, like an alien horror type of thing. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's what this film is kind of trying to do, in a way. Yeah. But yeah, anyways, we can go further on. But anyway, the dog monster thing smells her period blood and drags her into the forest and Ginger's screaming and Bridget's like, Ginger! And then she runs after her in the woods and finds her and she's bitten and scratched up. And then she sees the creature come back and bite her and... yeah all that and somehow they get away they run across the road and the truck the uh, the, the weed dealer's van hits the creature explodes it and it just fucking dies on impact yeah. i don't think he was even going that fast um and yeah pretty much so yeah, yeah so right as when ginger gets her period she also gets becomes bitten, bitten a, by werewolf. a werewolf <laughs> she's a werewolf now she starts changing yeah she's like shivering like she's having like cold sweats but then yeah. she also changes in terms of her behavior she gets more erratic and more sexual at, at, well what we think at first is sexual because yeah. she's yeah it seems sexual at first she's constantly just like all over that whatever i forget the fucking uh, boy's name jeremy josh it's a j name it's a j name it's a white boy josh, with a j name james um jason whatever she's the slobbering fuck. all over him at right. school and then like they're gonna fuck and then she like attacks him and turns him into a werewolf she like bites his tummy yeah and he turns into a werewolf, and we see that glorious scene. But where he gets he, pimples. Where he gets he, these big pus-filled pimples. Well, yeah, that's too. what happens. In puberty, man. So he's like getting he's, werewolf puberty. And then we yeah. get to see the glorious scene of him pissing blood. Yeah, and, and I'm just like, did he did he get an STD from her? I thought I thought he was the only guy she had had sex with. Well, look, I like I don't know what happens when you stick your dick inside a werewolf pussy. So, well, probably nothing good. Good news is <laughs> werewolf pussies aren't real. As far as we know. Let's, as let's, far as we know, let's not find out. Um, but yeah, um, and pretty much as the movie goes on, Ginger's just more transforming and going more off the hinge. 
Unhinged. She, yeah, she snaps, literally. Oh, Ginger that's snaps. The, that's the title of the movie. Ginger snaps. Um, but yeah, and we kind of find out that like it wasn't really a sexual thing, that she just has the craving to... She wants to eat boys. To, to, I, don't, I don't even think it's necessary boys. And she dogs. Eats, yeah, she eats the dogs. But but not girls, because she's like, that's like fucking her. So I guess it's kind of sexual. It's sexual in a way, but yeah, it's like Vor, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Vor. Not Vor. What? She's consuming them. She is. Um, But yeah, I feel that, yeah, and then we eventually do see her turn into a, a rubber werewolf. I feel like the movie loses a little bit of steam when that happens, but yeah. I think, but that doesn't, it waits till the very end until But we're also forgetting about Sam, the drug dealer. Mm-hmm. Um, Bridget and Sam become friends. She, at first she tells Sam that she's turning into a werewolf, but he why. realizes pretty quickly that it's obviously Ginger who's turning into a werewolf. Yeah. And they come up with a cure from monks. Monks wart or monks I don't know, some flower? type of flower. Monks hood? I think it's monks hood. But they like mix it with alcohol and warm it up with a candle and a spoon. And I'm just like, why is it a spoon? But then they get it in a um, syringe, and he's like, you need to come to terms with the fact that this might kill her. Like, you have to be prepared for this to go really wrong. And she runs into um, Josh or Jake or whatever that kid's name is, um, bothering a little boy, and she stabs him in the (laughs) neck with the syringe. And he's like, oh! I have to go to class, and then he I mean, runs off. We don't off. really know if that if it works. We don't really even know if it works. We just know that he suddenly became more awkward and teenager after he got stabbed. You know. Um, anyway, she's really trying her best to help Ginger and get Ginger the cure, but she, she gets to too strong and hard to control, and you know. Unfortunately, she kills Sam. She kills a bunch of people. And in self-defense, Bridget ends up stabbing her. You know, when she's in werewolf form. And she fucking dies. Hey, she wanted to be out by 16, dead on the scene. Yeah. Together forever. Bridget didn't die, but... No, Bridget's alive. Well, Um, to be fair, though, there are... um, There's a sequel to this movie... Mm-hmm. And also a prequel. Um, I'm very, I have hesitation to watch it, but curiosity may get the better of me, and I may want to check it out just to see what the fucking sequel is all about. Right? Because they're both in it. They're both okay. in it, so that tells me that maybe Ginger, I guess, is still alive. I guess. I don't know. Um, <laughs> we'll see. Maybe I'll regret saying saying that that i'm gonna watch the watch the sequel it might be bad but who knows it probably is but it might still be fun to watch yeah but yeah that's ginger snaps it's a great um it's it's a very impressionable movie Mm -hmm. it leaves an impression on you um you know it has its flaws but 
it also kind of feels like a time capsule. Like it's yeah. a very good early two thousands time capsule. Yeah, and it's fun. It's fun to watch. Yeah, I was reading through all the all like some letterbox reviews of like people who were teenagers at the time when it came out and how it like really spoke to them. So yeah, it, it probably yeah it's a it's a case of you had to be there. Um, and we probably did. Uh, but yeah, it's a it's it's a solid movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it drags a little bit at the very end, but it's it does. Still, but it's also fun to watch it. You keep, know, yeah. It's, it also gets your heart racing, so it is yeah. exciting and to it's watch. Full of quotable lines. Lots of really good lines. If you're, if anyone's a fan of Machine Girl, pretty much his album Wolf Girl is like <laughs> chock full of samples from this movie. Um, but yeah, uh, I guess we can rate this movie. What would you rate it? I'd give it a seven and a half. Yeah, that's fair. I'm, I'm like like a C plus A minus. <laughs> no, like that's like B. <laughs> no, like B plus. No, B minus. <laughs> B minus C plus. Okay. C plus B minus. All right. Um. Yeah, seven out of ten. Uh, I'd have to rewatch it. it. It's a good Halloween film to put on with friends. It's definitely not deep. It's more fun than deep. I mean, it still has some things to say. Yeah. Again, it, I th- I will give it props for its time. It, it definitely was a pioneer of its time period. And I'm kind of surprised that it wasn't more problematic than it was, considering how old it is. Well, again, um, I think like the the director approached the writer. Yeah. To be like, hey, like let's kind of, you know. Keep it accessible for girls. Well, that was the know. thing. It was just kind of like, yeah, you look at the horror genre and not so many strong female characters. So they're kind well, like, of like, let's change that. A lot of horror movies are really sexist. Yeah. You so, know. So I think they wanted to do something and change that. And I think they did a great job. Me too. <laughs> yeah. I was also reading about some of the production and... Apparently they had trouble with casting because you want to know what happened around that time? Columbine. And they're like, yeah. Oh no, an edgy horror movie for teens where teens murder. <laughs> all the yeah. the teen all the young actors were like, yeah, let's not do that. <laughs> mm-hmm. But well, I still think they handled it pretty delicately in spite of that. Yeah. Like, it's not like she comes to school and eats everyone. No. Just just the janitor and the, and the counselor. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's a solid movie. I recommend watching it for Halloween time. Mm-hmm. Is there anything you want to bring up before? Because uh, this is a pretty short episode. <laughs> How long has it been going? 37 minutes. Only 37. See, I told you this is going to be short. Yeah. Um. I mean, no, I don't really have much to say at the moment. Yeah. It's like, I mean, we could have went further in and broke down every single thing, but I feel like it's a pretty obvious yeah. film for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Shout out Canada, I guess. Thanks, Canada. Yeah. These are two Canadian horror films. Um, about girls. About girls. Girls. 
And uh, one was better than the other. Yeah. But. All right. Um, I guess uh, <laughs> if there's nothing else to that talk about. That might literally be it. Yeah. If there's nothing else to talk about, I guess I can recommend the next movie. Recommends. Okay. Um, so speaking of uh, Columbine. Mm-hmm. I know, I know it's a dark sentence to start out. I'm going to recommend a movie that uh, was apparently a film that uh, the Columbine boys uh, were, I don't know if they're a fan of or they looked up to, but they they wrote the name of the film on some of their stuff, and that is uh, 1994's Natural Born Killers. Okay. Which is, uh, I feel like it kind of can tie back into... The last film we saw, Nope. Mm-hmm. I won't say too much, but it definitely ties into that whole media spectacle thing. And uh, yeah, it's a it's a it's a great film. Has insane performances from Robert Downey Jr. and Tommy Lee June Tommy Lee Jones doing their craziest, wackiest performances I've ever seen mm-hmm. as Woody Harrelson. Um, and of course, uh, a great soundtrack that was made by my my hero Trent Ra- Ra- Razor. Trent Razor. He didn't make it. He just compiled it together. It's like a playlist of different music. Trent Razor's playlist. You got Leonard Cohen. You got um, nice. What else is on there? Um, L Seven, Rage Against the Machine. Nice. Um, I think some Dr. Dre is on there. Nice. <laughs> uh, but yeah. That's that's what we're gonna be watching, and I invited someone special to join us for this next episode because he's seen it, he's familiar with it. Um, our good old friend Archie, if you remember, he joined us last on the everything, Archie. everything, everywhere, all at once episode. He was mm-hmm. on for other episodes as well. Who knows? I may actually reach out to Joe because I Joe has seen this movie too. I remember showing this movie to Joe. Literally right before the pandemic happened, mm-hmm. like <laughs> a week or two before the pandemic happened, we were like doing these kind of get togethers where we would just mm-hmm. like watch movies together. And it was right, you know, before the podcast was ever a thing. And yeah, <laughs> we just kind of, I just showed her that randomly one afternoon and she <laughs> was taken aback. Um, there are two versions of this movie. There's two a di- versions. Two versions. There's a director's cut. Um, I know this movie's on HBO Max, but I don't think it's the director's cut. Um, so I, I guess it's up to you to decide which version you want to watch. I, I don't think there's much of a difference. I think just with the director's cut, there's a little bit more just uh, blood and stuff like that, and not as much crazy stuff. Because yeah, I think they had to fight to get this to a rated R film because there's a lot of uh, uh, trigger warnings for violence, of course. Um, uh, you Some sexual abuse, although you don't really see too much graphic detail, but it's in there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we just can't escape the, the trigger warnings for these, <laughs> this, these last couple episodes, but yeah. Uh, it's handled well, I would say. It it's again. Do you know anything about natural born killers or no? Um, not much. I just know that it's really popular. Okay. 
And I just happen to have not seen it. It's it's not a. It's it definitely has its flaws, but it. it leaves I know it's it. not a perfect film, but it's a very loved film. Yeah. Um, well loved. It's like definitely a '90s take on like a Bonnie and Clyde type of thing. Sounds about right. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, we we won't spoil anymore. So if you don't want to be spoiled for Natural Born Killers, you got two weeks to watch it. Again, I think it's on HBO Max. I could be wrong, but uh, you have your ways of uh, finding these things. I have the DVD somewhere at home, so we'll try to watch that. Uh, But yeah, dang, this is a short episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Sorry if this one's a little bit short. I hope we did justice talking about Ginger Snaps. Please don't come at us, horror fans. It's okay. Come at us. Yeah, tell us how we suck. Yell at us. Scream at us. Yeah. You know how to reach out to us. Uh, Just look in the description for all that stuff. Okay, I'm going to stop rambling and just end this now. Is that fine? Yeah. Okay, bye. Bye. Dead.